Just press say hello. Oh, hello. <laughs> Welcome to the Circle of Dads, the space for sharing stories about the struggles and triumphs of fatherhood and learning to become better men. Coffee with Cody. Yeah, I just got. We were going to talk about some lighthearted shit, but. Uh, man, there, uh, so all over social media this past week, there was a story of uh, Pollyanna something, this uh, Brazilian MMA fighter, UFC sponsored fighter from uh, Rio de Janeiro. And the one she, that kicked the shit out of that dude? Exactly. Beat him good. Fucked him up. And, then, and the pictures were, were graphic. And. Well, this. Rio de Janeiro has become the Wild West. Right. Um, right. Brazil took some weird turns in the last decade, and uh, and they'll figure it out the same way the states did. But um, so there's, it's increasingly violent in some places. You know, anywhere you have a a billion people sitting on top of each other. But anyhow, this guy went to rob her, not knowing who she was, just thought she was a cute little girl, and uh, her response was to promptly. Uh, Beat the tar out of him. Dama de Ferro is her name, her nickname. What is it? Uh, Dama de Ferro. Is that Portuguese? Uh, woman of what? Ferro? Is that fire? F-E-R-R-O? Oh, fierro? Is that uh, how you say F- it? F-E-R-R-O? Yo, dog. Fierro is a little car. <laughs> Looks like a roller skate uh, that you die in. Steel. It's steel. It's like, yeah, it's like metal. Fierro. Ferro. Uh, F- yeah. I mean, steel, but, yeah. Huh. So, so the woman of steel. <laughs> I'm a good welder. <laughs> <laughs> I know Soldador is welder. Welder. Make, make her fire. So, I, I, you know, gosh. What, what just uh, came washing over me was, uh, uh, I remember being a kid and being so vulnerable and... Uh, Getting getting the shit kicked out of me a few times and wishing somebody uh, would would help me would save me would come swooping in and uh, and obviously no one did. Mm-hmm. I just got my ass kicked and uh, just wishing somebody had been there for me. And uh, it's very much. Uh, you remember remember those feelings you had like for all those. I wish I'd had a dad that did this. I wish my dad had. And then you just woke up one day and you're like, man, I am. I am that guy. I became all those things I needed. Uh, That's the day that I got over that uh, that oh, anger. Was absolutely. When, when I became the man, when I realized I was the man that I always wanted him yeah. to be. No, um, I, I was having a com- an unrelated conversation with my uh, my buddy Caleb. Now Caleb has uh, hangups all of his own, and I won't put too much of his business out there. But this dude is uh, the one that was uh, made it through buds. Well, extremely strong-minded man uh, uh, in some things, you know, uh, uh, extremely vulnerable and, and whatever and others, anyhow, but strong, strong-willed dude. And he told me if, uh, uh, if you're looking out, outside of yourself for a solution, you're, you've already missed the mark. Yeah, um, not great. Everybody can get help people you know I, I look to you for help you know and i i make myself available 
night and day should should you need me right but uh your your initial is is it's got to be within yourself right Mm -hmm. you have to make yourself ready you have to be able to so having got my teeth kicked as a kid i didn't have anybody to ask to that could teach me that you know um if i if i i i I can't live in a world where my little girl uh i can't live a life where she doesn't full-heartedly believe that i won't take uh 100 of the fire and hate and anger that i have from years before she was born into her aggressor right uh so uh ladybug when you're 18 you know 10 years from now and you're stumbling across old podcasts that your daddy was on i will fucking butt rape their fucking soul anybody that comes across my little girl and that has to be the line that has to be the line i will fucking make you hurt tenfold i have to have to and then you know what send me a card on christmas you know if i'm locked up or if i have to uh uh go uh hoe weeds and, and with a new name in Guanajuato you know what I mean wow. uh, and I'm not saying that men have to be the saviors or they have to be the you know but but well, the, we're the dad you know we're the tip of the spear and one thing I will say on that just so we can close the thoughts on that one is um I'm offering you a toolkit and I'm 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 just I, you're going to pick it up I need you to use it I need you to use it so five years from now when some piece of shit entitled little fuck on the swim team decides to try to take advantage of you behind a dumpster, you can choke him out with his letterman's jacket and dig a corn cob out of the dumpster and stick it in his ass and take pictures and put it on social media. Absolutely, yeah. Do it the proper way, like a lady. Yeah, it's a... And we talked, and you said something about I hope that I have the skills and I hope that I have this and I hope I have the courage. As fathers, especially to little girls, well, and, and to boys too, it's it's our job to make sure that they have those things. Oh God, there, yeah. Uh, way to make it all about me. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, let's talk about my but feelings. I'm, I'm feeling better. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I was just processing it, man. No, but that is that's the whole point. Is we have to prepare our children. I tell Abby. Don't give them the things that you never had. Teach them the things that you wish you'd have known. Oh, fuck, yes. And that's one thing that I struggle with when I'm, when I'm you know, when I see other kids that um, maybe their, their parents' parents were dicks. And yeah. so their, their parents won't discipline them and just give them everything and spoil them. Let's spoil them. And, and these kids are assholes to be around. And, you know, depending on where, where that kid sits in your life or your family or whatever, it makes things tricky. You know, so don't do that. Don't just like try to give them all the things because then they're going to expect it. Make them work for shit. Make them, make them know or try to teach them what it feels like to earn something. And, and it's such an abstract thought to them. Like they just don't, most of them don't get it. Yeah. Well, how do you do that? What's a, what's an example for our bros out there of what you're talking about? You know, what's a, what's a little slice of homework, like? Man, you know, and I, I wish I wish I had some great success story because this is something that I've really tried to struggle with. And and having two households, you know, having um, a split deal with the ex makes it tricky. So you got to make sure that y'all are both on the same page. That doesn't mean that um, 
you know, use that as a reason like, Oh, my ex, you know, I can't get anything done, but you just have to be a little bit more diligent. So for instance, um, if, if the scout, right. And that's a pretty big project. Oh yeah. 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 So I bought that scout for Abby's the 12th birthday. Okay. And, um, she wanted a pony. She got a scout and it's actually the same model, same year as my first car. Um, which I didn't get one until I was 18, you know? And, and so the idea behind that is that we're going to restore it together. There's going to be some expense in it, you know? Um, but, uh, she's going to help with that. I'm going to make her kind of just chip in. I'm not going to make her buy, you know, everything. I want her to see how much goes into it, what it costs, the labor, the love. I want her to, there's so many things that she can learn, you know? But I, 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 my hope is that when she's 16 and she's driving and she's driving this tank because in mine, oh man, dude, I bounced it off so much shit because I drive it drunk all the time mm-hmm. because I was just a dumbass kid, you know, stupid. It had lap belts, no roll bar, no top. Um, I'm hoping that through this process, she'll be more careful with it because she saw like, oh man, I can't, you know, I got to be real careful with that because I remember my dad busting his knuckles or I remember that smashing my finger. I remember how hard it was to find that part. Mm-hmm. I know that if you do this, it'll do that because this is going to be a, a pretty sweet ride. And I don't want her to just let some boy drive it and, and fuck it all up. Sure. She'll be like, no, no, hell no. This yeah. Now. That's not how you drive this thing. And plus it'll be a standard. So most boys probably won't know how to drive it. Oh, uh, I had to finish my senior year at uh, a high school outside of Fort Worth, right? just south of Fort Worth. And, uh, even souther and Southside? Uh, even souther than Southside, where the world ends. They were moving you closer and closer to, to Mexico. Johnson County. Ooh. I know, right? It, and it was dangerous, and I didn't feel welcome. Anyhow, so I started, uh, I started seeing this uh, cute little girl, cute little white girl. And uh, uh, she was country as hell, and blonde and blue-eyed, and... Uh, and I was sweet to her, you know, but, um, she came to pick me up in an old Ford F100. I said, that's cool, you know, just a beat her up old truck. I didn't think, anyhow, we go to Hewland Mall because <laughs> that's where she wanted to go. Big city lights went to Hewland Mall. And, uh, you know, we, uh, walk around the mall and do, you know, high school boyfriend, girlfriend stuff, whatever. And, uh, we're leaving and she's like, you drive. And I really wasn't pumped about driving, but we were going to go to a party in Southside. And she didn't know where she was going. So I said, that's fine. I'll drive. So we were on uh, uh, Alta Mesa, headed. Uh, uh, we were on Alta Mesa eastbound, just past uh, Southwest High School. So at that light right there where the, uh, uh, between the uh, baseball field and like big lots, I forget what it is, Winscott or whatever it is. And we're going to turn left. Uh and we're just at a light chilling and a car behind us, bam, just hits us just hard enough to um, uh, uh, almost like they had uh, just forgotten and taken their f- foot off the brake. And before I could even like, oh, shit, well, here we go. I didn't, I didn't think anything about it. Somebody opens the door and pulls me out by my arm. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, oh, shit, you know, what is going on? And uh I don't think I was even 18 yet. Maybe I was, but uh, it was her dad. It was that little girl's dad. 
And she's, and I'll never forget because I, I laughed at the time and it kind of made things worse. Uh, it was, uh, he immediately starts chewing her ass out, not really talking to me. And he said, uh, this is your fucking grandfather's truck and you're letting some Mexican drive it. Jesus. <laughs> and I started laughing. Uh, Cause I hadn't really thought about it like that. It's like I guess I guess she obviously didn't have to build that truck piece by tweet piece if uh, she'd let some some fucking Mexican drive. <laughs> I'm gonna be driving her later too. <laughs> yeah. So we're gonna post pictures of um, Cody the Truth Zamaripa's fly ass Adidas jumpsuit he's got or tracksuit. Is that a tracksuit or a jumpsuit? This is actually the uh, Adidas uh, T-Row 19. Adidas. The Adidas. Adidas. Now, uh, so I got a uh, Adidas tracksuit for Christmas. It is fucking badass. Dope, man. I feel, you look good, you feel good, you play good. I feel fantastic right now. You walked in this house, and man, I just, I like, dude, break out the cardboard. Uh -huh. Start break dancing. I felt like it, yeah. Like, I listen to Beastie Boys all the way over here. Hell yeah, man! Uh, yeah, what a good, what a solid gift from Melissa. That's just, it's, right? You know, the gift of a son—that's pretty good. The tracksuit—that's fucking. <laughs> <laughs> it's up there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's got me a tracksuit. Tell me, me, speaking of your son, tell me about. You called me yesterday, and he got to recite something. Tell me about that. Oh, nice. Yeah. Um. So, um. Layla's not in love with judo. Well, yeah. she does it, but and she does it because the same reason Rooster does it right now. Because Daddy said you you're, you're about to do it, little girl, or I'm gonna punch you in the kidney. Uh, or guess what? Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna make you wear your dirty chonies on your head to school. <laughs> How about that? <laughs> so, yeah, both the kids are in judo, um, and uh, and I, I even we've talked about it a little bit before. I, you know, last time when. Uh, Buster was over here trying to sell his uh, his male thongs. Um, we talked about Luke how he's getting a little too aggressive or whatever, and then I was like, no, it's a good aggression. Anyhow, uh, yesterday Layla had a basketball game, so good on her. She gets out of Saturday judo. Luke, you don't have a basketball game, but he's pumped. He's ready to go, and uh, he's trying hard, trying hard, trying hard. And at the end of the class, uh, they always recite this mantra. Every single class they recite this mantra, and. Uh, Luke's a quiet kid. Yeah. He, he is. He's not, he, he didn't get, um, his daddy's yeah, uh, chattiness. Yeah, absolutely. And, and good on him. Good on him. Cause this mouth has, has opened and closed some doors. For me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But that mouth only runs around certain people. <laughs> oh yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah. It, it's my goal for, for half the world to say, Cody can't stop talking and he wants to love on you and, and talk to you and find out about you and, and the other half is gonna say that dude is a robot he's a dick he does not have much to say yeah you think you're better than me man you think you're because you got a tracksuit on you think you're better than me dude i think i'm faster than you i think that i could just you are certainly flyer than me right man is it flyer more fly you're more fly than me more fly yeah uh well you, you know you can uh you can catch flies with honey but you can catch more honeys being fly oh damn <laughs> Write that shit down right hey, now. Man. Hey, uh, yeah, what's uh, the the girls gone wad? Mm -hmm. Joy, <laughs> Joy and Claire. Uh, he, so anyway, yeah. So Luke uh, uh, got to. Um, 
he's in class and by no means is he one of the best kids there but i was watching him and yeah. I, I do not shout from the sidelines don't do it unless it's a, a clap and sometimes i'll clap for the kid that he's wrestling with as well you know because i'm not there to teach luke to be a bully i want luke to know that i appreciate the sport of it right you oh by all by all means i'm your biggest fan right but uh i am not going to encourage him to just completely dominate and jack up a kid that's not as good as he is right mm -hmm. so we're here to just to celebrate the support right and sportsmanship uh anyhow uh but when Luke does a good takedown, every now and then I'll stand up and be like, fuck that kid, Luke, get yeah. some. <laughs> yeah, step, step on his fingers. <laughs> yeah. uh, it's like, next time he gets on top of you like that, yeah, give him a little palm up in that nose hole. Uh, he'll turn his head. Uh, anyhow, uh, so Luke um, only chose older kids or kids with a brighter belt than his to wrestle with on that Saturday. You know, because they let him do this round robin. Luke would always seek out people that were better than him right you don't ever want to be the smartest man in the room right nope and uh so i, I noticed it and i was super proud well i guess they the senseis and i feel like such a cheese dick saying that word but the senseis noticed as well and so uh they uh they in the class and they point to some kid and they're like go ahead and take us out is what they call it and he says the mantra and then uh one of the other coaches was like hey luke did real well today and they're like, Luke, Luke. And they all say his name and they point out, Luke, my son. And they're like, Luke, you lead us out too. And so Luke's like, you know, kind of stumbling over the words, but he says, uh, I am a champion. And everybody, I am a champion. I am a winner. I am a winner. And I feel great. And he was pumped and he was on a cloud. And I love that mantra too. Yeah. You know, and so uh, we left the class and we called Ryan and uh, uh, put him on speakerphone and, and let him say it again. And uh, he obviously knows, you know, uh, Ryan knows my family well. He's been he's known my kids for years. He's been at all the birthday parties and things like that. So they know him as well. They know uh, they say daddy's friend, daddy's friend. Um, and so he was super pumped to to be able to say that, you know, like, yeah. I mean, I was proud. I was proud that y'all called me. I was proud that he told me. I was proud for him. It's like at the end, he should have stood up and be like, and you're a fucking Zamoripa <laughs> through the chair. Come on, bitches, let's go. Yeah. <laughs> We're getting donuts. <laughs> oh, yeah. One thing that, you know, I'm trying to teach Abby is humility. Oh, um, I too am, am uh, extraordinarily humble. Yeah, I'm humble as fuck. <laughs> Obviously, I'm, I'm just, um, I'm giving her uh, books to read on it and not showing her, but... Um, <laughs> you know she'll kind of brag on herself she's like oh my god did you see it when i did this and you know they were like wow this is your first class and blah blah, blah. and i'm thinking baby just be cool you know just but i didn't i didn't burst your bubble because before i would have been yeah. like i would have like nipped that shit in the bud and i decided it doesn't matter right now let her let her ride that wave on the way home and then the next time she brings it up and be like hey don't brag on yourself you know, because I've had to say that to her before. We don't, we yeah. don't brag on ourselves. We well, don't want to take the wind out of her sails either. Right. So I just kind of, that was one thing is I bit my tongue mm -hmm. and I just smiled and said, you did great, babe. You know, and I told her, I was like, I'm so proud of you for going today. And I'm not, and I want you to be clear. I want you to understand that I'm not proud of you because you did well. I am, but that's not why I'm so proud of you. I'm proud of you that you did it. 
even though you were un, unsure what it was going to be, you were uh, intimidated by it, and and you didn't want to. But you were a good sport, and you did it for me, and I'm super grateful. And and now look, you got to the other side. So I'm trying to teach her um, about uh, oh, what is it? Um, contempt prior to investigation. You know, like before, just being close-minded about stuff because she thought it was going to be like karate when she was six, mm-hmm. you know, she had put on all the shit. A kid kicks her. She kicks the kid, kid cries, whatever, you know, somebody falls down. But it's not like that. And I'm, I'm just pumped that she made it that far. And I'm, I'm, and that's what I told her is like, see, you, you, you got through the sucky part and now you got to, you got to like see the good part. And I told her, I was like, so the, the warm up is like the salad. You got to eat it. Got to. Not everybody loves it, but you got to eat it and you'll learn to love it. And then the technique is the meat. Got to do it. You know, it's, it's absolutely necessary. You can't do anything without technique. I said in the grappling or the sparring and all that, that's the dessert. That's the hash browns. That's the fun part. Yeah. But you can't do that without the other two. You can, but it's not going to serve you as well as it would. And she was like, all right. So, you know, I'll say stuff to her and you think, is that the one? Is that the one that's going to stick? Is that the one she's going to remember? And, you know, maybe at my funeral, they're going to be like, what's something you remember of your dad? You know, that he loved you, that he's proud of you, that she's probably going to say, I need to drink more water. (laughs) 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 Fucking kid. Every time. Yeah. Dad, I got a headache. My stomach hurts. How much water do you drink today? Mm-hmm. Oh, tons, like seven gallons. Really? Because I've been with you for eight hours and I haven't seen you pee or take a drink of anything. Mm-hmm. Let's go ahead and drink some water. Let's go ahead and drink some water. Uh, that's why I just do my best to just spit prolific fire nonstop. I just make sure that everything I say is epic and and uh, and gorgeous. And uh, and ask Alyssa. Uh, those of you that, that know Alyssa and... Um, Everything I do just melts chonies, man. <laughs> As Alyssa puts on another pair right now. As she puts on some long jump bottoms. With the flap? Mm-mm. Just, just closing doors for myself. Tell me your favorite thing about your wife. About her. And not, not to bring it back to me, but some... <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. Because initially I was like, how good she treats me. But um, no, my favorite thing about her is got to be um, how driven she is. Hmm. Uh, Alyssa's got this intense focus that I wish I had. Like, um, like she's just she she's that person that can just like line out a goal and that's what it's going to be. Right. She doesn't have a problem uh, self-motivating. She doesn't have a problem uh, prioritizing uh, she would think she thinks she does because she doesn't realize what a sociopath she is, but that that would be it. It's like how driven she can be. Uh, that's my favorite thing about her because it's my goal to eventually sell straw hats on the beach. Mm-hmm. Right? And so if I just you know let her do her thing and uh, take the reins off, uh, I know I'm. I'll ruffle some feathers with that, right? I'm, I'm just sitting here. I just allow her to do what she wants to do. <laughs> oh, I, I was more thinking about when I asked your favorite thing about your wife. You said she's driven, but she's a sociopath. 
like yeah i mean no that's good yeah 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 for sure like uh there's no question that it's she like no nah, baby you know what i meant yeah she'll eat a eat a person <laughs> yeah for the macros <laughs> oh, <fuck. laughs> uh no no she absolutely is driven um and thoughtful like she she's she definitely puts thought into everything she doesn't shoot from the hip yeah that's what you're driven gotta have one of each in the house yeah absolutely because not me we'll just be sitting around thinking about mm -hmm. shit how, I, i'm trying to baby how are we gonna clean this mess up <laughs> exactly i just fucked up a 13 year old kid uh <clears throat> can you come get me yeah i need help yeah bring a rug no that that would be it what about you about your wife? My favorite part about your wife? That <laughs> no, she, that she sends me Girl Scout cookies? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. My wife, um, she's, um, hmm. I mean, she's thoughtful. She's loving. She's sweet. She's forgiving. She's, um, you know, when I think about my wife, obviously I think about all the things that she does for me. You know, I mean, that's something we got we to gotta be aware of, fellas, that think about all the things your wife does for you. If you're sitting here right now, well, that, my answer is classy. My wife is classy. I, I, there's so many things that I adore about that woman. I mean, she is my queen. She has given me a life. She has shown me how to love myself. She's shown me how to give and accept love. She's, she's taught me how to be a better father. I, I mean, just she motivates me. Um, I could go on for hours just doting on her about the things that she does that just happen in a second. And I'm this cantankerous just bitchy um irritable restless and discontent most days even though i'm trying my hardest to not be but naturally i'm just like it's fucking hot in here open a window and you know i mean it, i keep the house at 60 degrees yeah you do because i will break out in a sweat and be so i mean i'll just hang out in the backyard because it's so hot and she'll be walking around in a parka you know and not saying shit i mean there's so many good things about her. Um, but that, that just leads me to, you talk about homework a while ago, um, to answer the question, give the kids something to work for, something small, very, very small. So like if they want you know, a new video game, say okay, and then set out a chore list for them with prices and make them keep track of it. But don't make it so hard on them, like help them. Yeah, don't make it insurmountable. Yeah, like don't say you got to report every Tuesday at three o'clock with your payroll, or you don't get paid, and we're a week out. Because I fucking did that with my kid, and it didn't do anything good. You know, I was trying to teach her how to be responsible, mm -hmm. but I mean, don't just make it easy for them. easy wins. Make easy wins for them, and then build up from there. Yeah. So hey, you get five dollars for picking up dog poop, right? And all these different things you want to knock it all out in one day and we'll go get the game tonight or you want to stretch this shit out over six weeks it's your call so there's that but the other thing i'd want to say is um sit back and think about all the things your wife does you know if if your wife is a stay-at-home mom and and that's a problem like you're bitching about she doesn't work or your house is always dirty or you know we only got one income now and she's staying home and taking care of those kids. You, and not to be preachy, uh, but you need to shut the fuck up and do some shit from her for her because lock yourself in the house six days a week, all day, all day. Because it's not like she gets to clock out and leave. You know, she's there all day, and then you come home, 
bitching about the house being dirty, that that's just not a very good life, you know? So I would say show some appreciation if that's the case. Hopefully not. Yeah. Um, I hope those days are gone. Yeah. Try not to, to seek out the faults, uh, a spiritual leader, your house. And, um, we just went through this man this week, this weekend, uh, on Friday, it might've been Thursday, whatever, towards the end of the week, uh, Liz and I are talking and, uh, uh, disagreement on, you know, I think things should be moving like this. Or I have an opinion on, on, on the direction of shit. And, uh, it came washing over me that I'm the spiritual leader of the house. And no matter what she's doing, or, or if I think that she's missing the mark on, uh, it's still my job to bring my a game uh, and to treat her as well as possible. Uh, uh, not to be preachy, but, um, Man, you, man, you got to put the pussy on a pedestal. Yeah, you got to put the pussy on a pedestal, and it's uh, it's not a bad thing because it's man, it's your queen. It's uh, that is that is your '69 uh, GTO, right? That you uh, you wash and dry with uh, baby diapers and 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 yearn over and want for and think of and have pictures on your phone of and all that shit. That's that's your lady, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and that's a good way to keep it keep it lively. You know, because I would think, I think most, most of the men that are listening, um, well, I don't know. So, you know, I'm 38 and I think, uh, I think that a lot of the guys around our age, you know, is kind of settling into that midlife, you know, maybe they've got a little extra weight. They've got a lot more responsibility. They're getting closer to retirement. They're getting closer to college, uh, tuitions being due they're getting you know they got private school they don't have time to work out they don't have time to do this they don't you know you and your wife just pass each other in the hall hallway sex yeah and fuck you fuck you fuck you high five yeah (laughs) just pay the cable bill fuck your cable bill and um you know kids got to be at this place and that place and everything is a logistics like you're 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 not a family anymore you're a you're a a, a logistics company you're a shipping company you know it's like i gotta get this here and do this here and we gotta be here by this time we gotta go here and do this and then we gotta pay for this that's just not a way to live um i'm not saying that that i have any recipe to not do that i'm just saying that that's something to be aware of and it's like is this how you want to live your life if you're just constantly we were talking earlier about how now abby has all these after school things and and it's like there's there's studies that show that kind of, that kind of creates a certain neuroses, you know, and anxiety amongst kids versus just letting them come home and just go play, just point into the backyards. Like don't come home until dark, but you know, we're terrified to do that because of all the horrible things in the news and, and yeah. you know, the, the availability of information and, and how you can be aware of certain uh, terrors. And, but you gotta keep the house clean like and the way to do that is to keep your wife on a pedestal and it that doesn't make you a cuckold it doesn't make you less than it doesn't or here here's a little experiment try not doing it try keeping her at the back burner and putting yourself at the pedestal and see how that works out and then yeah and then put a a penny into a jar for every time you get blown that month And then, you, and then take that empty jar at the end of the month. <laughs> you know? Hold on. This is what the sound is going to make whenever you shake that jar at the end of the month. There it was. There it was. Yeah, it was uh, nothing. There's no blowjobs in there, sir. 
You want to be right or you want to be happy? <laughs> do you want to be right or do you want to get blown? <laughs> or do you want to get blown? <laughs> well, this, I mean, I, I wouldn't want to sleep with a dude that, like, well, I wouldn't want to sleep with a dude anyways. Uh, um, Jack Nicholson? Young Jack Nicholson? You think so? Uh, he's a cool dude, man. What guy would you blow? Oh, jeez. I don't think I would blow any of them. Are you I, sure? I, because uh, I think I would be that girl. Yeah, I, you, I'd be. I, well, not even girl. That dude. I'd be that dude. That'd be like, no. You just no, blow. Oh, you blow wouldn't even. T- oh, I don't do that. I don't do that. Get the fuck out of my house. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be like, have you seen me in this tracksuit? Yeah. You blow me, sir. Absolutely. I'm just going to lay here. I'm so disappointed. <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know. I hadn't put a lot of thought into uh, blowing a dude. Oh, maybe that's something I got to What was it? it? How much would it take to get you to blow a guy? And the uh, $21,643.27. That's how much I own my truck. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I don't don't have a truck payment right now, man. So I don't. You're not driven. I'm not. Yeah, I'm not motivated. You got to be hungry. Yeah. There's got to be a want to. Cock hungry. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm sure there's... Oh. And I don't know him from a can of paint. I don't want him to be happy. I'm not just going to blow Ryan Gosling because uh, I care about his feelings. I don't give a shit about that dude's feelings. I'm sure uh, the reasons why I get blown is just because it's an act of, it's an act of service. Right? It's because uh, uh, it's not because they think it's rad and it's uh, a, a Six Flags ride or anything. They're like they want you to feel good because of all the love you've been giving them and so forth. That's so. that's not my reality. Thanks. No, well, porn. You know, I mean, they. <laughs> it's like they're trying to get a slurp. It's like they're trying to fill a slurpee up. You know, they're just they want the they they want they that. need it. Yeah. Otherwise, what have we been doing our whole lives? Oh, it's a lie. Yeah. It's I, a, been living a lie. Yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't know, I don't, I, I don't know what dude I'd blow. Mm-mm. Hmm. I can probably, uh, I can think of some dudes I'd like to spend some time with. I'd probably like, I'd probably really enjoy hanging out with The Rock. Oh, dude. I, unless he got a little preachy with me, and then I'd be like, Rock, relax. DJ. Bro. Yeah, just be cool. My dream is to have him on the show. The Rock? Fuck yeah. Yeah. I'd blow him to get him on the show. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I wouldn't tell a soul. That's how good of friends we are. I, my mouth's not that big, though. I bet he's got a dick that's so big. It, he I bet has to. It, to be that I bet successful. it's so big it's got a knee in it. Yeah, it, it has to. Girthy. Yeah. Uh, I, but anybody that clean's got to be dirty. You know, maybe, uh, maybe he's got a weird looking dick. Hey, also, uh, mm. uh, so last night I'm watching the Cowboys game at my in-laws' house, right? and uh, uh, the Cowboys' football is gospel to my my in-laws. And it's cool, man. It is at my house too. At my 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 dad's house. Uh, I didn't play, so I like baseball. But anyhow, um, so over there watching the game, and my brother-in-law's over there with his uh, new wife, and he's uh, older than Alyssa. I think he's like 33, and his wife is probably 32, and she's a teacher in Frisco, and she's cute, you know. She's they're great together, and I, and I'm happy for them, and what all that. Uh, but they're they're they don't have any kids. And they have two disposable incomes, right? She makes pretty good money in Frisco. They bought a house in Little Elm, and they're talking about you know TV shows and shit. And I was like, man, you gotta watch The Punisher on Netflix. Mm. Got to, or you don't love yourself, and you don't <laughs> care about the outcome of your family, you know. Uh, and they're talking about this, and I said the movie Hell or High Water. 
Uh, have you seen that one? About the two brothers robbing banks in West Texas? No. All right, man. Uh, watch. Anyhow, they said, we watched a documentary on Netflix about circumcision. And they're telling me, and they're telling the whole Cut table about circumcision and how, you know, they kind of, the, the documentary is supposed to be kind of like objective. However, you can tell that they're obviously skewed a little bit towards not doing it the way that it's, uh, information is presented. And one of the reasons was a lot of the sensory receptacles or whatever nerve endings are in that part of the skin that's removed. Uh, well, and it's always covered in a sheath. Uh, yeah, so it yeah, keeps it more tender sensitive. Yeah. And, uh, so that comes up and my father-in-law was like, well, you know what? I had homeboys that did it later in life because they said sex was too intense. It was like painful because maybe that's it because they, it's always in a sheath or whatever. Uh, and I'm listening to him and I'm, I'm, I'm okay. Okay, cool. You know, and it's, it's nice to be able to have those kinds of conversations, you know, even with your, at your in-laws and, uh, discuss things and I was I had finally had enough and I said uh, you know not for nothing but the maker of this documentary is a fucking asshole <laughs> asshole guys everybody look at me I, I know what word I used and I meant it with all the issues plaguing the earth currently all the modern day famine and pestilence of all kinds of things Right. Genital mutilation is still a real big deal. And Genital so, mutil, uh, female circumcision. Yeah, we're gonna cut. Is it your? Cl they cut the clit off, right? Yeah, yeah. So you can't receive pleasure, ever. You can't. They don't reattach it later in life. And is it a religious thing? Uh, from what I from what I know about it, it was a, it was an African principle, and uh, it was just it was just like genocide, right? Just. There wasn't like a, what was the background from it? Uh, well, from what I understand, it was the, uh, um, to keep females from pursuing their, their ungodly urges. That's what it was. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, uh, in that continent, you know, they, uh, they have a history of self-mutilation of all kinds, you know, uh, tribal, you know, the, uh, you know, uh, not unlike getting a tattoo, you know, they scar up their bodies to look like alligators and what, all kinds of shit, whatever. So that was just, yeah, uh, they would do that. Uh, so even that, make a fucking documentary on that. This fucking assholes are making, and I was like, and I figured it out mid-conversation. I said, the dude that made that has a weird looking dick. And he's trying to normalize it by making a documentary. Looks like an anteater. Uh, yeah, absolutely. And uh, so they were like, they're like, well, if we have a kid, if we had a son right now, we probably wouldn't uh, have him circumcised based on the information that was presented in that. And I said, you're going to give your kid oods. Oods is a very real thing. And that's ugly dick syndrome. <laughs> <laughs> your kid's going to have a weird looking dick. And so if you're hoping to uh, uh, keep them. Uh, He'll be able to space dock. Uh, he'll, yeah, he'll be able to space talk. Um, but like if they're hoping to raise like a Mennonite and uh, like have him only worry about his studies in school and only think about college and his future, that's a great way to do it. Because any time that he uh, presents his cock, uh, everyone in the room is going to say, dude, that's gross. Oodles. Put that away. Oodles. You have a weird looking dick. And then he'll put it back up and he'll be like, well, I guess I should study algebra. 
and, and trigonometry or something. I'm going to assume that most gifted uh, mathematicians have weird looking dicks. So my wife. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. She's a, that's what her degree's in. Not weird dicks. She has a degree in weird dicks. <laughs> I sure uh, hope not. Uh, she does, she's got some explaining to do. Well, I was trying to think of, wasn't there an, a cartoon character that was like Snarf or some shit? Um, oh, that, yeah, friend He-Man. And he had a long nose and he just kind of like sucked everything. Uh, I don't remember that part, but yeah, that's cool. Do you have a long nose? Snarf, fuck it, yeah. That's what I was thinking. You'd have a snarf dick. He's got a snarf dick, yeah. Let's call it that. Snarf dick? Yeah, don't say I'm uncircumcised. Say I have a snarf dick. You have a snarf dick. And then you should tell chicks prior to taking them home. Just so you know, yeah. there's going to be some weird shit. Yeah. Uh, it's going to look like it shrunk in the dryer. Uh, uh, but I'm sure like uh, dudes that are uh, swinging axe, they, they probably tell that. They'd be like, I'm swinging axe. I mean, it's, it's like a... I, I mean, the world has changed so much, man. The expression on their face is so much... I mean, if you don't yeah. tell them the surprise. I, I, uh, I never spoke... I never, like, used dick comments to entice a chick. Uh, that, but, you know, I not mean, that type, was age before chicks Tinder. I go out with, man. <laughs> <laughs> it's because you're not picking up chicks at Quick Trip. Oh, well, yeah, they... And therein lies the rub. Just so y'all know, do you know what space docking is? We'll end on this. Uh, yeah, when you touch wiener heads together and like the one dude's... Yeah, so docking is when two dudes touch their pecker heads together. And it's like, <gasps> it's, it makes that noise. And then if it's a space dock, the uncircumcised, you can pull it the skin over the circumcised penis uh -huh. and it creates a seal so that no air can get in and it's a space dock or noodling and you know what and good for those two dudes i'm not here to judge i think that that would be just a um i, I think that'd be a good party for them yeah full circle a little almond oil in the shower i'm sure that'd be fun for them yeah live your life yeah i still don't know what dude i'd blow though no uh as soon as I know, you'll know. I, I think <laughs> it's you. <laughs> I think that uh, I would say it's you, but since you're such a selfish lover, yeah, and you're not going to yeah. blow me back, I'm not. I couldn't do it. And at this point, uh, uh, we've been friends for too long to be blow each other. It would ruin our relationship. It would ruin our friendship. Yeah. So it's, I think it'd be awkward. Yeah, we'd be because like, then I'd be hitting you up about it, and you'd, you'd answer the phone. You'd be like, "What's up, bro?" Thinking I had like I wanted to speak to you about you know sports and girls and i'd just be like what are you doing right this second see that used to mean oh fuck he's gonna ask me to help him move because i had friends they'd call me hey what are you doing this weekend oh man i don't have plans oh cool can you help me move now go fuck yourself yeah so that's what it's gonna be like with you yeah hey what are you doing this weekend oh man i was just gonna hang out with the family oh that's what's up i'll be right over can you blow me yeah be a be a solid bro be dude be a bro be a bro you're really fucking up this friendship right now. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. Think uh, it through, man. Think it through. Yeah, so, uh, uh, love runs downhill. Don't blow your bros. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll end with that. Thank you so much for uh, tuning in listening to the Circle of Dads. Hope you got something out of this uh, episode. Other than Cody's completely full of shit. 
<laughs> you don't have to be perfect, obviously, but you do have to be present. Love runs downhill. And man, just keep chasing those kids till the day we die. Just be good, fellas. Buy her flowers. And don't go out and spend a bunch of money on uh, roses. Buy flowers every week. Like the cheap ones, the $6 bouquet from Trader Joe's or wherever, the grocery store. Buy those every week and see how that works out for you. All right, I'll see you.